0: Hi, this is Rise Rocket Radio, episode 175, recorded on Thursday the 4th of May 2017 at 8.39 and 38 seconds in the evening. So you know what day it is. Yes, it is Star Wars Day, so may the 4th be with you, everyone. And this podcast is timed by the amount of time that I have to cook my oven chips, so I don't have too long. You may be wondering, why another podcast so soon after the last one? Well, other than the fact that I haven't been around for a while, I am stuck at home. I am okay, but my back needs a rest after I put it out again, after overdoing it a bit. And if you're male... That is something you two can look forward to. So congratulations on that Y chromosome. Actually, it's more than my back, but what the hell, this isn't a podcast about listening to Roy Wine, though I do reserve the right to do so in future and not be called a hypocrite. So what to do with all this extra time? How about a few more podcasts? What should we talk about? Um, I've got a few things to talk about, but before we go on to that, just an addendum to the last podcast regarding EasterCon. Since episode 174, where I talked about EasterCon, was my first podcast in a while, the mic Fear, which is really a thing got me, and I forgot to mention that I really, really, really enjoyed watching the first episode of Doctor Who series 10 amongst a huge crowd of fellow Eastercon geeks on three giant screens before we left, and that was really fun. Now, feedback. How much have I been getting? Yeah, no. Actually, very, very little feedback. The last feedback I got and I think it was this morning when I checked my mail was cleverly addressed to entice me to open it. It said, for the subject line: Roy's Rocket Radio, the UK, etc., etc., etc." But when I opened it, was actually spam from a candlestick seller. Yes, so highly relevant. What I'm trying to say is, if you're a podcaster, don't knock the real feedback, even if it is a bit pants, and I'll expand on that a bit later. So let's start off with some pop culture. What am I reading at the moment? I am reading Hooligan's Haircut from 2010. This was written by Peter Milligan, who wrote Bad Company for 2000 AD, and the artwork is by Jamie Hewlett, of Tank Girl fame, and judging by the style of his art, I'm guessing he also did stuff in 2000 AD, but who can remember that far back? And of course, the Gorillaz artwork for that band. I finished the strip, which was not that coincidentally also published in 2000 AD. Well, I finished it last week, but it took me a few weeks to read the short trade, because really there's been a lot on my mind at the moment. But I am glad I finished it. It's about a young man who is released from a mental hospital, but whose haircut bends reality. So it is far lighter in tone and less serious than the excellent current Legion TV series. But it might be just the right time to read it and perhaps compare the two. I liked the weirdness of the comic but they didn't really get into the nitty-gritty of mental health. Some of the comedy, though funny at least to me, is contemporaneous of the late 80s, and I'm not sure that it carries over that world today. It did take me back to the time when I first read it, though I can't believe that it was written before the internet. According to a little Google search... It was first published in 2000 AD in 1990 in Prague's 700 to 707. I was just a year out of my first uni back then, so it's that old. The other thing I'm reading and enjoying is Neurotribes from 2015. This book is about autism spectrum conditions, and it seems like one of those tech books I like reading. A bit like James Gleick's Chaos from 1987, or David Kushner's Masters of Doom from 2003, both of which I thoroughly enjoyed, so I am really getting into this. It does seem like something that could be adapted for the screen as well, and I'm not sure why it isn't a movie and that also goes for the aforementioned book masters of doom that could also totally be a movie especially given the success of shows like halt and catch fire which of course as a bit of a geek i really like as well okay and i have been watching a few things particularly the new series of doctor who The last episode I saw, or caught up with, actually, on iPlayer was episode three of the current series 10, entitled Thin Ice. I thought it was enjoyable, but not especially thrilling. It is a mildly historical creature feature set on the Thames and underneath the Thames. The one thing I liked is the premise of a Loch Ness-like beast lurking in the River Thames. It's about time London's main river had its own cryptid. I still think that Listen from 2014 and Heaven Sent from 2015 are the best stories of Capaldi's time as the Doctor, so far anyway. And we've still got the rest of season 10 to go before he hangs up his... What does he hang up? He doesn't have a hat. His coat? His doctorly coat? Oh, sorry, I'm straying. And, of course, given my taste for horror, Listen and Heaven Sent should come as no surprise that they are my favourite episodes. I recommend that you hunt them down for a scary rewatch, which should, of course, drive you behind that sofa. On to creative matters today, writing. I have the laptop out, so I'm doing a little writing given that I'm at home, but making sure to get up every half an hour because all that sitting isn't great for my back either. Maybe I'll talk some more about that tomorrow. Oh yes, tomorrow there is another podcast. And in fact, the notes are already written. And on to something else now, technology. I am thoroughly tempted by the more expensive of the Raspberry Pis, the Raspberry Pi 3B, the latest incarnation of the British RISC CPU'd mini board, And I found out recently that RISC OS was properly compiled and tweaked for the latest Pi, so all the drivers presumably work for the things that it does support, apart from Wi-Fi, which it still doesn't support, but hopefully, you never know. From what I've read online, before this point, to get RiscOS os working properly on the 3B, you would have to faff around a lot. And why RiscOS? os If you can't remember RISC-OS, it was the operating system for Acorn computers in the UK which were the successors of the famous BBC microcomputer. Acorns were stupidly expensive and suffered from a lack of software and wide adoption, apart from in some schools, <laughs> not mine. And like the BBC micro was a UK phenomenon. So if you are outside the UK, you might not know that much about these retro machines. So, at the moment, it is one of the cheapest ways of running the retro OS on hardware rather than in emulation, and very relatively fast hardware. If you're interested in British retro computing, be sure to track down an enjoyable British TV comedy drama called Microman from 2009, which I have also talked about on this podcast. Can't remember the episode, but do a little search on the blog and you should find it. The blog that is at Martha R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R dot WordPress dot com. Next, a little rant. Fibre to Exchange. Fibre to Exchange is not wholly fibre, no matter what spin you put on it. And as I found out a few months ago and reported on Roy's Rocket Radio, BT, do not tell you this until you specifically ask, is the fiber all the way to my computer? Now, I phrased it in that way, which sounds a little silly because really it's fiber to your house. But just to be specific, how much of that line is fiber? So ask how much of it reaches your computer. I'm sure there is a way to have some kind of special router that has fiber from the router to a connection on your computer, but I don't know about that. But the point is, we don't get that here, or we very rarely get that in the UK. Sure, the fact that the fiber doesn't run all the way to your computer or your house, it probably runs only to the exchange, might not make a huge difference in speed but there's still a difference now i'm saying this because of a tech podcast on which the presenters said that because of this lack of difference it is okay to say that fiber to the exchange and fiber to your computer is the same thing again i'm not naming the podcast because i don't want to call them out and be a bit of a bully but you are wrong I write words for a living, and I would never agree to write content that is an outright lie. I'm not usually this geek-potantic about stuff, but it was the aggressive tone that bothered me. My guess is that they were responding to an equally aggressive comment, but hitting out at your audience who actually bother to comment. I mean, as an audience member. I don't bother commenting anymore, or I do very rarely, and it just doesn't seem worth it. But the point is, don't have a go at the audience. It isn't cool. It is immature and rather ungrateful. And just remember that if you are starting out in podcasting. Be grateful for what genuine reviews and comments you get, unlike the one that I had about candlesticks. And that is it for today. I can smell my chips, so I had better go now. You can contact me as usual by going to my blog, roymarthur.wordpress.com. That is R O Y M A T H U R.wordpress.com. You can find me on Twitter, at RoyMartha, at roymathur. There is a hashtag for the show, hashtag Roy'sRocketRadio. If you want to hire me, go to my business website, roymartha.com. Please review in iTunes. I really do appreciate it, and I won't have a go at you. This was Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 175, recorded on Thursday the 4th of May 2017, and ending at 46 in the evening. Happy Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. May the force be with you. Good night and bye for now. Bye.